Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton. We're going to take a look today at one of the Ivy League's most premier and, and very possibly its most recognized football star ever, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He called it quits this week. I want to just dive into his career quickly and kind of give him the proper send-off here. Uh, since we are in the middle of, uh, we're not quite ready for the football preview, which I, I know some of the publications are coming out. I know Lindy's just put out their preview with a couple of comments. I want to get into that. Uh, we will get back into the Major League Baseball or into uh, Ivy League Baseball as soon as we possibly can, as soon as they restart that up. But since we kind of have a break here, I want to have a conversation about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Guys, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, go check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out on Gmail. You can always write me and give me any advice that you like on the show. I want this to be your show. Go check it out at TomBartonSports at gmail.com. Also, I do have a, uh, a YouTube channel. I could use the likes. I could use the subscribes. It's Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. So let's get into Ryan Fitzpatrick. So the Harvard, former Harvard quarterback, he's done. That's it. He played for nine teams, 17 seasons. He announced his retirement Thursday uh, to, and ESPN had reported this. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think you can argue he is the face of the Ivy League as far as the NFL goes. Now, we've had a lot of our other guys. Uh, Kaya Juszczyk has made Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl. Uh, you got guys like Cameron Brait playing the Super Bowl. I mean, you have some big-time names now. Bryant and, and go on and on. We can continue to name names from the Ivy League that have done really well, but Ryan Fitzpatrick seems to be the guy. And one of the, the funny jokes that was always, hey, did you know he played for Harvard? Because every single time he was on TV, yeah, yeah, he went to Harvard. I mean, they always made it kind of that, that well, focus point. Oh, he's an Ivy League guy. But I think it was Ryan Fitzpatrick's personality as well. He didn't come off as an Ivy League guy, or as everybody thinks Ivy League people coming here. Remember the time he came out with the shirt and the chest hair was hanging out and he's Fitzmagic? I mean, that is who he was. He was always very, very liked by his teammates. He was generally liked and admired by the media, generally liked by people that weren't even fans of his team. You know, you kind of liked Ryan Fitzpatrick. He had the big beard. He had the, the charisma. And the way he played showed that, didn't it? I mean, the way he played out there slinging her around, running, throwing his body at himself. I mean, you, you have to love that. 39 years old. Now, he had a hip problem um, last year, and that was kind of the season ending. Had to go arthroscopic surgery. He's not going to come back, even though he had a one-year deal last year with, with Washington. He's going to do it. So Fitzpatrick started 100. And, and before I go into this, people call Fitzpatrick a backup. And I think a lot of that was because, well, he was a backup quarterback because they didn't want to give him a chance to become a starter. But every time he got a chance to be a starter, he did some pretty impressive things. I mean, the highlights of him throwing one-handed are out there, of him beating Belichick at the end of the year. I mean, there was always the danger 
of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And when you're taking on defensive coordinators and you're talking to defenses, that's something that's really prevalent out there. The danger of Ryan Fitzpatrick was always there. But he did start 147 games. In those 147 starts, he threw for nearly 35,000 yards, 223 touchdowns, 169 interceptions. That's pretty impressive. You dig into the numbers of Ryan Fitzpatrick, that is pretty impressive. We look back and you go, okay, well, he played for nine teams. Um, He came into St. Louis, then Cincinnati, then Buffalo, then Tennessee, then Houston, then the Jets, then Tampa, then Miami, then Washington. Actually, at the draft this year, it was pretty cool because walking around Las Vegas at the draft, there was a group of guys and they all had one out of Cincinnati jersey on, one out of St. Louis jersey on, one out of Buffalo jersey on, one out of Tennessee jersey on, one out of Houston jersey on, one out of the Jets, one out of Tampa, one out of Miami, one out of Washington. Nine dudes, nine jerseys, all Ryan Fitzpatrick jerseys. I thought it was interesting. But he's become that kind of cult phenomenon uh, when we're talking about it. And it brings more attention to the Ivy Leagues. Again, do we know Ryan Fitzpatrick was from the Ivy Leagues? Yes, yes, we did. He really didn't get a, a fair shot in St. Louis. Um, You know, he started four games. He was drafted really late, obviously. Uh, Always, everybody from the Ivy League was drafted too late. He began a seventh-round pick in 2005. Um, He started for all nine teams, which is amazing because while we sit back and we say he's the perfect backup because you could plug him in to start, well, he did that. He started them all. But the big team that I think that he really grew accustomed to And when you know the fan base of the Bills Mafia, they loved him. But he didn't do great there overall, but they they kind of enamored. When you think of Ryan Fitzpatrick, you don't think of his St. Louis or Cincinnati days. You, You just don't. Tennessee, absolutely not. Houston, no. The Jets, no way. Tampa was interesting, but no. Maybe, maybe a couple of people think of Miami, but he, he's 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 a Buffalo Bill. I mean, that's what he is. And how fitting is it that he's a Buffalo Bill where in Buffalo, in the Northeast, we know that the Ivy Leagues are there. We know that the beard plays well. We know that the Chester plays well with the Bills Mafia. Now he went 20, 33, and 53 starts over four seasons with the Bills. That's, that's not good. But through for 3,000 yards in 2010, the first quarterback on the Bills to do that since 2006, so he was able to do that. In his Bills career, he threw 80 touchdowns and 64 interceptions. You go on and you go, when you remember what he is, people will still like him for the Buffalo Bills. He went out there and actually um, he was he was there watching them play a playoff game, and I think that he's going to be kind of the Bills guy, if you if so to speak. I read that he is in some discussions to be an analyst uh, for some major networks, but I would think he should do it just basically for Buffalo. Now, you look at his record, okay, and unfortunately, not a lot of wins. Not a lot of wins lost. He's 59-87-1 overall, but he's got a couple of years. With the Jets, he went 10-6. and six. He led a team to 10-6 and six that year. Houston the year before that, 6-6. Six and six. So, he's look, he's been there. He's been a guy that you could count on for 59 to 60% completion percentage or so. He's a guy you throw in as a backup, but he's gotten, look, over 3,000 yards with Buffalo in 2010, 3,800 yards for Buffalo in 2011, 3,400 yards for Buffalo in 2012, 3,900 yards for the Jets in that 10-6 and six season back in 2015, 
3,500 yards, 2019 for Miami. So he threw for 3,500 yards in 2019. Six years earlier, 3,900 yards. Uh, when he was 30 years old, back in 2012, 3,400 yards. 3,800 yards in 2011. 30, I mean, look, he's got he's got some yards as far as touchdowns go. 23, 24, 24. He's got a 31 on his docket in that beautiful uh, 2015 year. 20 and 4. 20 interceptions. Uh, I'm sorry, 20 touchdowns in that Miami season as well. When he got his opportunity, he did well with it. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is a guy that I think every Ivy League fan is proud to call him kind of our guy, right? I mean, I look, I, I'm somebody that has Harvard ties. So for me, I'll always look at Ryan Fitzpatrick as a Harvard guy. But I think we could all look at him as an Ivy League guy. And maybe maybe for some of it is because of the inside joke of, hey, did you know he went to Harvard? But I also like who Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Right? I like that Ryan Fitzpatrick is a guy that you look at and you say, yeah, he was he was a fan favorite. He was the guy with the beard and, and doing one-handed passes and closing his eyes and throwing it downfield. But he was also a scary guy. Look, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, we, we know that. And he probably won't even have his jersey retired for any team, sure. But he was a cult favorite. He was, he was, he's that guy. You know, you often compare sports to movies and whatnot. There are plenty of movies out there that will never win an award. They will never be up for an Academy Award. That will never get some credit. Uh, but we all remember and we all know. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is Christmas Vacation. Right? Ryan Fitzpatrick is Christmas. We all know every line. We watch it every year. It puts a smile on our face. We like it. But we know it's not getting acting awards, right? I mean, we know it's not going to get uh, Academy Awards. But we all love it. That's okay. I think no matter what you say, this guy had a fantastic, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal NFL career. I like that he's the bastion and the signature guy for the Ivy League. I love the idea that he is what an Ivy League quarterback should attain to, be a seventh-round pick, be thought of as a backup, and when you get your chance, Really take over. Make defenses scared of you. Make everybody be nervous about what you can do out there. Ryan Fitzpatrick, it has been a good run. I want to thank you. It's been it's been great for all of us. And uh, you know, goodbye to a great career. And now I can't wait to see what he does again because he is that personality that I want to follow and I want to check out. All right, guys, an abbreviated short show today, but I wanted to give it up to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Next week, I want to go back into baseball and see how Columbia is doing as they move on into the regionals, so make sure you listen in next week. Guys, go check me out, TomBartonSports.com, Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Have a very good weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.